Welcome back to the DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And my name's Chad. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year 2023. We made it. We are here today to cover Season 2, Episode 5 of Demon Slayer, titled Move Forward, which is perfect. Because you know what? That's what we're going to do. That's perfect. It's like our podcast motto. That and owie is move yeah. forward. I mean, that's what we do, you know? We've always done it. We move forward to all of our enemies are eliminated. Ever since we were born. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, what did you think of this episode? I enjoyed it a lot. I really like Inosuke and Tanjiro together. This is the height of Inosuke for me. This is yes. my favorite Inosuke yes. episode. It started at the end of the last episode and he just carried it on. I don't know what happened to him in that little dream sequence when the little kid with the ice pick was trying to murder him, but he's just a new guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He uh, he just gets like, so excited about things, too. Uh-huh. It's just so enjoyable watching him. And just the fact that like him and Tanji, this has been, what, the second time now where it's just been them fighting alone? And they're, they've become a, a good little duo. I agree. Yeah, they're working good as a team. I'm excited to get into it. Before we do, um, we wanted to shout someone out who shouted us out. It's because it's never happened before, and it was so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Uh, his YouTube channel is A Boy Dude Reviews, and right. it looks like he covers a lot of Attack on Titan, but uh, one of his videos recently was, I guess, kind of like a preview for Part 3 coming out, and he mentioned us in there, gave us a shout out. So nice. So nice of him. So we're going to put his uh, the link to his YouTube channel in this description yeah, let's do as it. well and so, shout him out. So we appreciate that a lot. Yeah, anyone who's cool enough to do that for us, we're going to obviously return the yeah. favor. Go subscribe to him. Get ready do for uh, And you said he did some Demon Slayer stuff as well, yeah? Or I no? believe so. It looked like mainly Attack on Titan stuff, but it looks like he covers a lot of anime stuff. So Fantastic. shout out to A Boy Dude Reviews. And I can't wait for part three either. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Love that. Love that. Just all around good vibes heading into 2023. Let's keep it going with this episode right here. Move forward. So this episode, the thing about moving forward is, you know, that's what trains do. You ever seen a train backing up? Bet you haven't. I have actually. No, yeah. There is a reverse. You can reverse it, Ronnie. No. When did you see a train backing up? YouTube videos. You I'm, looked up YouTube videos of trains backing up? I didn't specifically type in, oh, let me see a train backing up, because you don't see that. It's like it's like typing in, oh, let me see a NASCAR backing up in reverse. Because NASCARs, they don't have a reverse option. Trains actually can do a reversal technique, but it is not very common. Okay, wow. This guy knows all about trains now. Didn't realize you were a uh, inspiring are, conductor. The, uh, aspiring conductor. Reversal trains only go about five miles per hour, though. It's mainly to back up into the uh, docking stations. Yeah. Yeah, but they can do it. They can do it, Ronnie. That just throws everything I've ever known about cabooses out of whack. So I don't like that you said that, and you kind of messed everything up early on in the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry for being right, like always. So we opened back up with Tanji cutting the head off. It was so hype. They had to show it twice. Um, and I was glad they did. We actually get quite a bit from last episode right here early on. But then, tale as old as time, the villain becomes a train. 
Yeah, it's one of those that's just like, oh, how did we not see that coming? Well, yeah, it's like it's kind of a cliche now is, you know, when all they they just submerge into a train and they're like, I'm the train now, fight me. But I thought they did it well. Well, Uh, I mean, Transformers. Why were there no Transformers that turned into trains? There could have been. I, I didn't see all the films, but surely there was. There had to have been. Surely there was when they ditched Shia LaBeouf. Um, Shia LaBeouf, that is, and started going with Mark Wahlberg. Their hat, and they were like four hours, and you didn't see it, but you had a friend who came and was like, "Yeah, there was this action scene around a pyramid that went on for two hours." Yeah, surely there was a train over by that pyramid. <laughs> I gotta believe. Um, so no, then Lord Nosake, first of his name, he bust out of the train once again. Explosive awakening. Yeah, there you go, Explosive (laughs) Awakening, and we go straight into the OP. Um, Haven't seen anything new yet, that was all from last episode, but I like seeing it again. The devil is leaking slash oozing into the train. Um, It's gross. I don't like this ooze. Yeah, it's like a sludge worm kind of Mm -hmm. type deal. And I just, I think in my notes a lot, I called it ooze because I didn't know what else to call it. It's just this purplish red uckety muck. It's pretty interesting that we now have, so we saw, um, we saw Muzan kind of disguised as a human. Mm-hmm. Now we have a demon disguised. Well, he's not even disguised as a train. He is a train. Yeah, he's a train. So the, I feel like anything is on the table. We could be seeing like a, uh, an airplane, a demon airplane. Well, not a lot. I mean, do you think there will ever be a demon that's just like a plastic bag? floating in the wind dude if there could that'd be a great disguise plastic bags are dangerous how about like a uh i think pine tree i think like two or three kids die per year due to suffocation of plastic bags there was nothing as a kid that my parents would free well my mom specifically my dad was kind of you know go with the flow nothing that my mom would do that would uh, freak her out more than when i put a plastic bag over my head well yeah that's not the smartest thing to do even for a split second i know but i mean still i feel like i mean (laughs) I wasn't expecting her to be like, all right, have fun with that. <laughs> but, you know, as soon as it was on top of my head, she'd be like, oh, get that off. Get that yeah, off. Because you had asthma. She was looking out for you, dude. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, take that off. You think she'd be like, take that off. Because it seems like a while has to go on before you actually suffocate dude, from a plastic bag. Well, what about a kite? I saw this video today. I think it's a it's an older video. But in Thailand, there was a three-year-old girl that mm-hmm. got sucked up into a giant kite. Sucked up into a giant yeah, kite? it was weird how it happened. It's like when it started to go in you're the air. You're on YouTube a lot, huh? <laughs> when it started to go You guys know how when air. you're on YouTube uh, looking up trains backing up and then in the recommended video you see Taiwanese children getting sucked up into cat kites? I don't know if you call it sucked up, but whatever it was, it wrapped around her neck and Ooh. she went ab- about approximately 30 meters into the air. It was insane. Don't say meters to me. I don't know how um, far that is. She went approximately, I'll say, 75 to 100 feet in the air. Wow. Yes. And it was kind of insane because she was like a three-year-old girl and it was wrapped around her neck. And that's how she was hanging on to the kite was literally just being wrapped around her neck. And it like went around for like 30 seconds and then it came back down, you know, the wind. Uh-huh. And all the people like jumped up and grabbed her. She was able to live. So it's pretty well. Thank goodness. I mean, that sounds way more intense than but, my adventures with plastic bags. But what I was trying to get at is a demon that transforms into a kite. Yeah. There you go. I like it. I mean, like you said, anything is on the table. 
my main takeaway with the way this demon is oozing into the train is there is nowhere that's safe. I mean, the quickness that it takes over the insides of this place is was staggering. Um, it was not a gradual thing at all. This has been a work in progress. Tanji informs Inosuke that they have to protect all the passengers. And Inosuke basically hits Tanji with a well-deserved, told you so. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. It could have been a total accident. He might not have actually sniffed it out. He was just, he'd never seen a train before, and it's just a total coincidence. But he was right. He and was attacking the train, sight on scene. He, he then says, I have the instincts of a leader. <laughs> I mean, how could you argue with him right now? It's just one of those times. He does beast breathing, fifth form, fang crazy cutting. <laughs> I like to think there's not even anything such as beast breathing. He's just made all this up and like. The, my favorite thing about beast breathing is there's just so many. I don't know. There's some good ones. There's so we get more forms in this episode than we've ever gotten before. Yeah. And there's just some gold ones. We'll get to them. And at this point was the first time I was like, okay, the animation is just on point. Oh, yeah. Everything Inosuke is doing looks so good. Slicing and dicing. He's like upside down doing all this stuff. It just all looks so good. The unfortunate thing is I'm not sure he did any good with all of that. You know? yeah, it's like he d- he does all that and then it just instantly regenerates. Yep. Like not much happens. Yeah, I mean, the train has so much demon goo go- growing on it that I would give up. I would give yeah. up. How would you not give up? I mean, I wouldn't give up, Ronnie, because I'm there to save lives. And there's no time to be wasted saving lives. I mean, I guess maybe if I could move as quickly as he was. I'm just saying if I was as I am, Ronnie Coleman in that train, you give me a sword. I don't have any beast breathing. And I'm just like slicing one goo at a time. And every time I turn around, there's yeah, five just... more goos like attacking people's necks. I would just be like, "Well, yeah, that's that's it for me." So water breathing first form, water surface slash Rebecca with Tanji also does basically nothing. We see Thomas the train perving out, laying deep within it Damn. somewhere. He's got sexual vibes he every does. time he speaks. I mean, like perving out because while laying on his back, he says. Uh, now keep in mind this is what he sounds like oh, this isn't me he being does, creepy he does. I think this is a good uh, impersonation here uh, I feel you scurrying around inside me yes he, call, he talks about the demon slayers scurrying around inside of him in the most sexual voice like you just did this guy I would I would tend to say that he might be a little on the fruity side what would you think (laughs) yeah i think i certainly no one would criticize you too hard for saying that he was a bit on the fruity side okay the person who's like well i'm not he's you know he seems pretty normal to me um and he then says i'm just going to keep reforming until they tire out and then feast on all the passengers he's just gonna keep reforming as they move around inside of him we cut over to Nezuko. She's ready to do her job. Her nails become daggers. Oh, yeah. She's pract- uh, protecting all these sleepy people. But once again, you can't get ahead of this stuff. It just reforms so quick from many different spots. I like watching her fight. It's really cool watching her just jump around and slash him with her, with her fingertips. 
Yeah, I just like any time that she's got a clear goal in mind, it just shows like how with it she actually is when she can't talk. It's like, I don't know, it's cool. And then I got really worried here because the goo gets a hold of her arms and legs, which I don't like. I don't like any time someone can get pulled apart literally limb by limb. And that's what I was starting to worry about. Oh, you thought that was going to happen to her? Anytime you get a hold of an arm, a second arm, a leg, and then one more leg... That's ex- immediately what I think is going to start Yeah, happening. the good thing is she could grow them back. But if that was anybody else, it would just be not good. I wasn't thinking <laughs> that when they had a hold of her. I was just, I didn't want to start hearing, tearing apart from limbs. <coughs> Have you ever seen in person some freak accident where something like that happens? Have I ever seen in person a freak accident where someone is tied from each extremity and is slowly getting pulled apart limb by limb? I no, did, Chad. I did not mean. No, ever. I have not. I didn't mean it like that. I meant any freak accident where like they're, they break their arm so bad it looks like it's coming off or anything like that. Okay. Please clarify next time because we were talking about people being pulled apart limb by limb. <laughs> Have I ever seen someone broken a break a bone in person? No, I don't think so. Okay, it's really if, strange you haven't seen that. And if I did, I'd look away very quickly. Really? Okay. Well, that's yes. the difference between me and you. I'm I'm there to help. No, already... you're not there to help. Yeah. You think you can set a bone? Um, no. You don't look away and run away. You say, "Hey, are you okay? Do you need help?" Then you okay. call the ambulance. Uh, as someone who's looking away. And you're saying you're there to help. I'm going to go ahead and hit you with bad first question. If someone breaks in a leg and their leg is stuck in a different direction, don't ask, are you okay? <laughs> okay. Okay? It's a waste of time. All right? Get to work. <laughs> don't, I can't looking, say, do you need me, anything? <laughs> me looking away and you saying, are you okay, is accomplishing the same amount of stuff. All right? We're not getting anywhere. Are you Okay. <laughs> okay. What Fine, would you but actually I'm there, do? I'll try to get him water. I'll try to get him water, dude. <laughs> quit doing the most pointless bullshit. If my leg is jutted out at a forty-five degree angle, I'm yeah. not like God. I'm. Th- can I get a sip of water yeah, real quick, bro? You forget just because you break your leg doesn't mean all everything else in life just goes away. I think that's exactly what happens when a leg, like in the immediate aftermath. No one's like, God, I could use a cup of water right now. No, get me in an ambulance so someone can actually help. Let them offer me beverages. Not you. <sighs> okay, man. You got to be there for them, though. You can't just... Yeah, you know what? I... <laughs> Later on, they're going to thank, thank the shit out of me because they're going to be like, oh, thank God for you, Ronnie. Yes, you weren't looking at me. But you at least called the ambulance, got them there, told me exactly where I was. I just had Chad in my ear asking if I was okay and handing me water. I didn't need water. I'm just like pouring water on the broken limb. (laughs) You're like putting an ice bag on it. It's a broken leg, Chad. Uh, Yeah. Give me some ice over here, stat. Doing like CPR, just all this pointless stuff. Okay. Luckily, the hero we didn't know we needed arrives on the scene, and it's Zenitsu with thunder-breathing first form, thunder-clap-and-flash. So, at this point, it's obvious 
Zenitsu's got two different forms. The one that is super annoying and too aggressive with women that are young girls, honestly. I don't even know they're women, most of them. And that Zenitsu, I don't like at all. I call him Zenitsu. You call him just straight up Zenitsu, his actual name. Yep. Now, the super strong badass one that I've kind of got a man crush on because he's super cool and badass, I'm going to start calling him Winitsu. (laughs) Winitsu, because he's winning. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Well, what I like about him here is that like he is in a a sleep state Mm -hmm. to where we know that he was trained a lot, apparently, by Gramps, um, Grampy. He, the thing is, though, he's one of those people that under pressure, if he's like, in, he's in his own head at all times. So he knows how to do things. He's very good at what he does. But when he's conscious, he's in his own head. But when he's unconscious, okay, he can just revert to his actual skills mm-hmm. his and base not instincts, think about yep. Yes, his base instincts. And he goes ham. He's yep. got that one move. I think Gramp, Gramp said he's got one move, and he uses it to perfection. So we just need him to just be unconscious at all times. Yep. Winitsu will set a bone and call an ambulance. Zenitsu will offer water while crying and just, like, poking the bone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know who this guy is. In the manliest way ever, he says, Nezuko, I will protect you. <laughs> yeah. And I got a little turned on. I was like, oh my god, how how <laughs> how manly. This is this is him in this is gonna be his full form in five years. I hope so. When this he, is when what he I marries want. I just Nezuka. need this one to overtake the other one. Tanji is doing what he can while wondering what's going on elsewhere in the train, and thankfully Rengoku has awoken from his slumber. He says if the other Hashiro were here to see what he let happen, he'd be ashamed. But what they don't know won't hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, yep. He's like, no one ever has to know. And this right here is where we can really get a handle on how much stronger a Hashira is than all the others. Yeah, he is just... At the, even the the demon when this guy wakes up and starts moving just uh-huh. knows like oh shit this guy's different than everybody else yeah he does these bursts of fire which manages to like finally slow down Thomas a little bit makes him like yeah. catch his breath at least um, he's going balls deep scurrying in him and Rengoku he meets up with Tanji breaks it down he's gonna protect the back five uh, train cars the other three will be protected by Nezuko and what Rengoku refers to as the blonde-headed boy. He's not good with names. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, granted, he did just beat him literally like 10 minutes ago. That's Beat him or m- meet, meet him? Meet him 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he remembers any of their names. Because he just, he, let, he literally well, met he them. Well, he doesn't. He knows, I think he might know Tanji. He might know Tanji, but he literally met them and then fell asleep. Right. That was the, the chain of events that's happened. Right. I bet other Hashiras knows all their names, though, because they... I think others take everything way more serious than Rengoku, in the sense that, like, the second they meet Tanji, they just study up on him and learn everything else about, like, his crew, if you know what I mean. But yeah, he says, meanwhile, Tanji and Boar's head will search for the demon's head, and he says, I hope you're fired up. (laughs) He disappears because he's just so quick. Tanji's impressed by his skills and how fast his tactical mind works. And Inosuke elsewhere is sprinting on top of the train. 
He said using his seventh form, he has already found what they're looking for. Yeah, how crazy is this? Out of all of the people on this train right now, Inosuke is the one that first spotted. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, for, like you said, he spotted that the train was a demon all along, that it was a beast. It, now he's spotting where the actual head is. So was there, did you get to feel like there was a scene that Rengoku had met up with Inosuke before he met up with Tanji and told him the same thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I gathered, um, but I wasn't sure. Right, yeah, I think it kind of maybe showed like half a second of just Rengoku standing in front of Inosuke, like kind of implying that they talked, mm-hmm. but that was all it showed. It didn't show like anything else. Yeah, because uh, while Inosuke is sprinting on top of the train, he says something along the lines of like, that guy is so powerful, it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As he's like doing what he tells him to. Uh, for whatever reason, Inosuke says he's creeped out that the devil is in the front of the train. Now, I'm not sure why the positioning of him bothers Inosuke, but he's a unique guy, so I'm rolling with it, you know? He's like, he's in the front of the train, which creeps me out even more. Inosuke <laughs> yeah. slashes into the inside of the conductor's quarters, but it's well defended and a ton of goo hands start attacking him. I like to think that he's just creeped out because there's more like gadgets and stuff in the front, like more things that you have to like control the train. <laughs> okay, it has yeah. nothing to do with like it, the demon itself, just the actual train. Right. He's like, ah, oh, I'm much more comfortable back in the caboose quarters. Yeah. Tanji does some water, water breathing six form whirlpool to help defend off all these goo hands. And then you can smell the demon's head is right below them. They're in the right spot. We get Beast Breathing, Second Fang. Um, oh, no, no, no. That was a autocorrect. My, my, my bad. Beast Breathing, Second Form. What a move here. You ready? It's yep. called Slice. Slice. <laughs> uh, I just want to... I want to hear him say that in front of other, like, Hashiras. And them just being like, what in the hell is Beast Breathing, first off? And then they hear his moves, and they're like, okay, whatever. They're like, you, they're like, you got to dress him up a little bit more. Five yeah. letters. I mean, some of the names, and then you just get Slice. <laughs> he goes after the neck bone. Uh, we get Water Breathing, Eighth Form, Waterfall Basin. That's and, a cool one. Yeah, I like, I like that one. And it defected the attack, making the goo even more mad. Tanji realizes him and Inosuke need to work together, but as soon as they go to make their move, Thomas uses some blood demon art. Now keep in mind, alright, we just got Slash as a move. This one is Eyes of Forced Unconscious Sleep. I love that. I love it. Eyes of Unforced... Uh, no, Eyes, eyes of, of Forced, forced my fault, my fault. Unconscious Sleep. It's almost like it's a word jumble. I can't believe yeah. I messed that up. Eyes of forced unconscious sleep. As a bunch of goo eyes pop out everywhere, Tanji begins to fall asleep, but before he does, he has the wherewithal to give Inosuke some quick and easy instructions that, you know, need no follow-up questions at all. He just says, hey, bro, slice your neck, all right? You're going to fall asleep, slice your neck. (laughs) Yeah, that's imagine hearing that right before you go to sleep. Hey, when you go to sleep, just make sure you kill yourself by slicing your neck and then you just fall asleep. Yeah. You think you could do it? No. 
No, it takes someone like a Nosuke to be like, okay. Itanji <laughs> <laughs> just uh, does just that, wakes up, but he was foolish and kept his eyes open, so he fell right back asleep. But, but how do you wake up with your eyes closed? That's what I want to know. No, it's true. I mean, this sequence right here was great. Uh, it's the sequence that I was basically hoping for last episode. I think it was last. Yeah, the, your prediction came true. Came true. Came to fruition. Um, I mean, he has to try and keep his eyes closed so he doesn't fall asleep. But here's the thing about like what you're saying. He, kinds of need, he kind of needs to open his eyes to tell whether or not he's in a dream. You know, it's a it's a... It's a tricky situation. And I thought they played this super quick, like the whole sequence. Um, I mean, I thought the moment where they made it seem like Tanji was going to kill himself worked for me, but it was also because I've kind of been on it since last episode. Right. I was just surprised at how quick it went for someone who hadn't thought of that early, like if they were just binging it or wasn't thinking about it that seriously. Like... I could see where someone didn't realize. Would get kind of confused. It was just like, like, oh, there's a moment here where Tanji almost slashes his neck, if not for a Nosuke. Yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. They did it really. They did it really smoothly. Like I could see them going into the dreams more. Yeah. And just showing like the quick flashes, like a couple seconds of him actually slicing his neck and then coming back and just making it a little bit longer. But I guess since you were on top of it, we kind of... I mean, and they did do it visually. Like, I think this time, you know, you don't actually see him slice his neck, which, um, or any moment when he's in a dream. It's kind of like these black and white drawings where you yeah, just yeah. see him slashing his neck. So when he is holding the sword up to his neck, it is in real time. I guess I just kind of liked it because my thing is I always like, I always like when shows just trust the audience. Yes, this is def. This is the biggest example in this show so far of uh-huh. just trusting the audience. They didn't hold your hand and be right. like, "Oh, Tanji's getting ready to slit." It was just a very like you didn't get to sit in it long, but you're like, "Oh shit, is he gonna kill himself?" And then and it was a smooth transition. A lot of times, anime when it's I guess going from like drawing to actual show, the transition is like a little off. The timing and everything, you're like, "Oh." Well, there's no way that it, they did that that quick. Yeah. But it's not not necessarily. It's like it's like JoJo's. We're talking as a free action, right. pretty much. Yeah. That's kind of what it's like. But this, they did the the transition so smooth. You wouldn't know though, because you're not a JoJo. No, guy. no, I love when you uh, reference JoJo stuff. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so more great stuff from Minosuke. Uh This is his top moment for me. Because as Tanji begins to slit his throat, he is stopped by Nosuke telling him he's not in a dream. Like, he says something along the lines of, like, you would be such an idiot if... (laughs) (laughs) He's like, don't be stupid enough to fall for it. You'd be such an idiot if you sliced your own neck right now. I like, too, how he grabs his hand and slams it on the ground, too. Yeah. So what do you think, like... Is Nosuke so... I think in a good way, simple-minded, that he just couldn't he, even begin to fall for that? He's so simple-minded, but also, I think it says it here in a second, too, I think that the dude only got him one time. Right, right, right. Literally only got him one time, and then every time he woke up, 
since he is in the mask, mm-hmm. it had no idea where he was looking at, so it couldn't. That's true. Yeah, he yeah. Did, he didn't get mixed up in the sequence of like falling asleep, right. waking up, falling asleep, waking up. So I literally think it only happened to him one time, and then he kind of was like examining Ta- that all that happening to Tanji. Yeah, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. So Nosuke says he is wearing the hide of the mountain god on his head, and that he is too scared. Talking about Thomas the Train. To look him in his eye. Now, when he said the hide of the mountain god, I was like, oh, wait, am I learning some stuff here? And I, like, Googled it to be like, is a boar a mountain god? described as, like, the mountain god? I did not find any evidence for that. Yeah, I wonder if he's just... <laughs> he just literally found that hide, and he's like, oh, this has got to be like, a mountain god. He's like, I am a god, so therefore this is the mountain god right. that I am donning the head of. Yeah, I think it's all in Inosuke's mind, but I like it, you know? Tanji realizes that it's not that Thomas the Train is scared to look into his eyes, but like you said, the mask is helping because the devil can't tell where Inosuke is actually looking. Because he's just got those big old yep. bug eyes. On big old bug eyes. Now, the bitch-ass conductor, he decides he wants to get involved, which I don't understand how. Like, do you think the bitch-ass conductor... Has he seen Thomas the Train in action before? Because at a certain point, like, even if you were like, all right, I'm working with this shady guy, but if I do what he tells me to, I have the opportunity to live, or will not live, die a peaceful death and have good dreams for all eternity. But at one point, when goo starts exploding all around you and 500 goo hands start attacking other people with swords... Do you just kind of get like scared and be like, oh God, I'm staying out of this. He must have be down so badly that he's... To even get to, involved. To get involved. He's got to be down so bad. Yeah, because he pulls out his standard issued ice pick and stabs Tanji. Dude, this right here makes me so angry. Dude, that's why Tanji, I called him a, Oh, And he tried to blindside. He tried to blindside Inosuke and the only reason Tanji got stabbed is because mm-hmm. Tanji pushed Inosuke out of the way. Yeah, so if that made you mad, how did you feel about when... um? Right after he stabs Tanji, Tanji immediately starts helping him. I know. <laughs> I know. And he's probably like, oh, well, you really meant to stab Inosuke, not me. So I'm I'm going to give you a pass. Yeah, another win for Inosuke because he's more realistic. He's like, yo, we got to chop that head off if we want to save the others. Why are we like, you can't take a second to put him to the side and tuck him in. I know. The only reason I think Tanji is kind of... Well, obviously, Tanji's just a nice guy, but he knows the situations of the other kids and why they were doing right. it. So he that he's probably thinking the same thing with this guy. But still, though, that, that'd be so hard to do. Tanji's just a way better person than I am. That's the thing. Is like, <laughs> It's exactly what Tanji would do. But even if you knew their situation, like, I'll be playing ninja with my little cousin, and... The second that I turn away because I think we're in an intermission and then he like punches me in the stomach, I forget that he's my little cousin. I'm almost just grab him by the neck and throw him against the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to be careful, man, because once they get a little bit older, <laughs> yeah, they could pull that Aaron Yeager and at nine years old, brutally murder people. Right. They don't know their own strength and <laughs> yeah. they got just the little bit of it. So when you're not ready and they hit you, it makes me want to... Like I said, throw him against the wall. Tanji doesn't have that. He's like, oh, I got stabbed here. Let yeah. me put you right here. And dude, this is this going to throw him off, man? I know he's still able to fight right now, but like, 
and he can use his breathing techniques to slow down the bre- to the bleeding and stuff, but that's like a that's not a good spot to get stabbed. Like that's a bad spot. Yeah, it's not. I think being with Rengoku though, I think something like this kind of injury injury for a Hashira is nothing. Okay. And the uh, Nezuko's got some blood demon art. That's true. So yeah. I think he's okay. Yeah, I'm not saying like okay as in or bad as in might die, but just slow him down. Like his fight. Well, I mean, keep in mind, um, he had like seven broken ribs earlier in the series, and he seemed okay. This is just a little ice pick hole in the yeah, stomach. Yeah, broken ribs aren't that bad. Well, I, then I would if broken ribs aren't that bad, I'd argue that a little ice pick in the stomach isn't that bad either. I don't know, man. You think bleeding. an ice pick in the stomach is worse than a? Yeah, you can't you can't just die from a straight up like cracked rib. But if you're bleeding, seven cracked ribs. I mean, that would hurt like hell, but if you get stabbed in the wrong spot and you just continuous, continuously bleed, like, you could pass out or die from that pretty easily. And he got stabbed right in the, the kidney area. It's a bad spot to get stabbed. I don't know if you paid attention to where he got stabbed. What YouTube but. video are you watching this time? <laughs> where the... Between the debate of seven cracked ribs and an ice pick to the stomach, where you're like, well... I would rather get seven cracked ribs than get then get stabbed in my liver or kidneys we don't know that he got stabbed in the liver well no in that spot it looks like he got stabbed in the kidneys from my prognosis it looks like I think no I don't think it got kidneys if anything it pierced a honey bun in his tummy that's all it got okay. oh you no he didn't get stabbed in the stomach where do you think he got stabbed like in the side area I think I could be wrong actually I thought it was more central to his uh, you might be belly. right but I thought that it was in his side, which right near the kidney area. And if you ever watched, uh, what is that, Charlie the Unicorn? Have you ever seen that? Um, is that the, what U- is the video is that where the he... YouTube thing? Yeah, is yeah, the YouTube Charlie. video. Charlie. Is he that what you're gets, talking about? Yeah, he gets his uh, kidneys donated <laughs> or stolen. <laughs> you remember that video? I don't know if I saw that episode. No, there's a, not Charlie bit my finger. It was no, during no, that. No. What is the, uh, no, I know what you're talking about. There was the one thing that liked hands. So in the the beginning of YouTube stages, there was a video of the unicorn. I know. And he gets tricked into Let's going go to in Candy Mountain. Candy Mountain, yes. And then he goes to Candy Mountain. And was his name Charlie too? I think so. Early phases of YouTube. What a great time to be Charlie. Yeah, dude. Everybody liked Charlie in those days. Let me look it up. Look it up. Um, you can continue to talk. I'll just look this up very quickly. Yeah, because here's the other thing is I like when you... Um, you're like trying to talk me. You've seen all of season two. I haven't, and you're trying to talk me into this, uh, this five episode arc where Tanji's fighting off a. a it is from Charlie a the Unicorn kidney. confirmed. Thirty nine million views uploaded. Fourteen. That's it. Uploaded fourteen years ago. Dude, is that it? Thirty nine million views. Yep. I mean, that's kind of lower than you'd think, right? That's an OG. And it's it is an OG. No, Char- I'm not Charlie, saying that. The- but it's weird. Charlie the Unicorn two. The second phase of the saga mm-hmm. has 50 million views. So it has over 11 million views more, which is really strange. Interesting. Well, I do remember there was one that oh, was... Oh, wait. Now uh-huh. I take that back. Charlie the Unicorn, the original from 16 years ago, right. has 68 million. That seems more like it. Yeah, the, that's more the numbers I was thinking. Closer to like 100 mil? Right, well, yeah, because 39 mil, I was like, well, you know, based off our YouTube numbers, like we're getting pretty close to that and we've only been posting uh like reactions for a couple weeks now so i th- i thought i was like so we did 1.5 thousand 16 years ago 
the math in my head was like, all right, so we did 1.5 thousand in, oh, yeah. uh, in on one video three weeks ago. That was published 12 years, 14 years ago, 39 million. It's got to be more than that. That's what I did. And I was right, <laughs> 60 million, 16. We were 11 years old at the time. That is just very strange to think about. Oh, hey, Trav, we're just wrapping up Travis. this Demon Slayer. Please pop a squat and uh, don't distract us. All right, now. Travis here for some uh, Patreon episodes. Going over to Ronnie and Chad. Or not, I always do that. Tell them what it is. Go on over to patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. Uh, it's five bucks a month, and you can hear Ronnie, Chad, and Travis, sometimes Travis, speak on the microphone. Yeah, he's it's very good. He's always very good when he's on mic, though. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? So, more goo. And what does he do as soon as he sits down? He starts grabbing uh, the Nezuko figurine, making noises on yep. the microphone. I told him one job, he didn't do it. You can see more of that over on the Patreon. Hear more of that. It's more good attacks as Tanji says him and Inosuke have to synchronize their breathing and attack as one. That's kind of like what we do on this podcast. We synchronize our breathing and we attack the microphones with our vocal cordage Mm -hmm. at once. Teamwork makes the dream work. And just more awesome action. Slicing and dicing. They're way up in the air. There's like these Like they just don't care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't care. It's so high, yeah. and you know gravity's got an effect on them somewhat. So, do you believe in gravity, Ronnie? After watching this, I'm not sure. That is a JoJo's reference. Stop doing that. You, if you do one more, three strikes, you're out. All right. This will no longer be a Ronnie and Chad teamwork thing, and I'm taking it as a solo show. I told you and Travis. The, Ro- the Ronnie and Ron. I told you and Travis. You guys can do a JoJo's podcast together on the Ronnie and Chad Network, but leave me out of it. Isn't it the Podcast Chronicles Network, a Ronnie and Chad televised series? Not anymore. Okay. We just got to get new artwork. Everything's called Ronnie and Chad. That's what you wanted. Well, no, it's... Okay. I thought it says the Podcast Chronicles, but then it says Ronnie and Chad as the title. If that nope. makes sense. That's not our corporation? Nope. Okay. I think our corporation might be the podcast chronicles i don't know if i've changed that but alas this is like a little podcast meeting on air which is never good um no there's like these huge towers of goo that pop out with eyeballs and inosuke is doing this sweet ass nosedive while slicing and then the whole my notes were just very natural i was calling it slice and dice he says that and then this guy beast breathing fifth form slice and dice slice and dice there you go. Which means he's got one form that's just slice. And then the next lay- level up, slice and dice. Yeah. He's thought really hard about it. It's like this guy works at a Waffle House and just churning out hash browns. I love it. Amen. Tanji asks for his father to guide his blade as it ignites with a flame. He's trying to sever the bone. He says, Hinokami... Kagura. Correct. Clear blue sky. What are you laughing at? (laughs) I said correct. You said it correctly. Yeah, I almost messed up the second word. Hinokami Kagura. Yeah, there you go. That was better. You got to get in the moment. You got to sound like a Japanese gentleman saying it. And it was so cool. The head is decapitated as the goo grabs hold of the passengers. 
their passengers' necks. I yeah, might it goes add. straight for the necks. It's like a lion. You would have thought they did the that Sahara. earlier. I don't know why they were messing around. Right. The train is derailed in a very explosive way, surely killing everyone on board. End of episode. Dude, that the way that that train flipped off the tracks, that just is a recipe for uh, deaths. That's I can't imagine watching a train collapse like that and then no one dying. I know, that's what I'm saying. You got to be careful when you're telling a story through animation because, you know, you can't do stuff just for the cool factor. If we get to the next episode and everyone's just like slowly standing up, like they had a minor accident, I'm calling bull. There better be some people. Some broken arms. More. Like you said, someone's got to die. There better be some dead people. You don't think there's any way possible that no one dies? <laughs> Go back and watch. No, I'm saying that. The, I'm just just saying you don't think there's any way possible after seeing that crash because I agree with you. Oh. But that's what you're saying. There's no way. There's not a single way that one person didn't die. So you're not saying everyone should die, but no, at no, least no. a few. There can be survivors. Okay. Because I, would, I believe a story where they were like, oh, some of our characters had the wherewithal to do some forms and save people. But there's no way they got everyone. You think Zenitsu's dead? No, dude. None of our people are dead. Okay. I'm talking about Joe Schmo in the seventh card that was by a window. And as it got derailed, he fell into a tree whose limb pierced him in the side of the head. As the train exploded. That's yeah, the one that could, I'm worried about. He would about. probably be dead from that. <laughs> That's the one I'm concerned about. Okay. Uh, but that's the end of the episode. End of the epi. I'm excited for the next one. I've kind of forgotten what's happened, and I forgot how hype that was. Just the train. I just want to see a full episode of the train derailing. Okay, just slowly being derailed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, Thomas the train. He was the train. What happens when the train is so messed up? Like, well, he just died, didn't he? Didn't he get his head sliced? His head was sliced off, but his head was sliced happened. off before, and then he became a train. What's he going to become now? Well, he became the train. He was already the train. That wasn't his full body. Now, his full body, his head got sliced, so he should be dead, theoretically. Uh, right, but he should, like, when I was watching before, he should have been dead when he was on top of the train. I'm worried. Here's what my concern is, is he's now going to be like, Huh, I was the track the whole time. You know? Yeah. And then we'll have to... What do we call him then? He's like, ah, you fool. I only disguised myself as the train. I was the railroad track the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's called then. I don't either. So, we'll check J- it out. Jack the track. I mean, because now... I mean, that was only episode five. Right. Sure, like, I felt like we didn't... I would be shocked if this guy's truly just done for. If Thomas is done? It seems too like it seems like he should be done, but it also seems too easy. Okay. Guess so, we'll just have to find out. We'll find out next episode. Follow us at Ronnie and Chad, subscribe, go over to YouTube, subscribe. Yeah, um we're probably going to post a thing on Twitter or whatnot, Twitter, YouTube, whatever it is. Discord. We need some suggestions for reactions. We're going to do more reaction shows um so give us a list and then we'll make like a poll or something 
Yeah, I think so. Not a list. Don't give us a list. That's no, give too us much. a list of 27 different shows. Give us a show or two that you want, and then we'll comprise a list and then make a poll from that. That seems more realistic. I like right. the idea of them giving us 27 shows, though. Travis, did you raise your hand? I put it back down because I don't want to do Travi Patties. Okay. Oh, well, you raised your hand, so how about you ask the question? But you got to speak up a little bit so the but mic's... It's not. It's re- going to cause Travi Patties. Well, <laughs> now, since you're uh, not doing what I we asked you to, 10 Travi Patties. So look, you were trying to avoid Travi yeah. Patties, and look where you found yourself. For those of you new to the podcast, Travi Patties are indeed push-ups, and that is what Travis does when he acts a fool. When he's bad on the microphone, or in this case, five feet away from the microphone. Yeah. So, so go ahead and knock those out. Um, get started early. 2023, first Travi Patties. Yep. It's beautiful. Give us that list that Chad was asking for, or one name, whatever floats your boat. We'll talk yep. with you next week. Peace. Peace.